Blog Talk Radio. Hmm. Well, uh-oh. All right. Looks like my internet just cut out, and the uh, perfect timing. Um, all right. Hang tight, panelists. Welcome, everyone, to Blazing Rye Radio. Uh, let me just restart my router here. Uh, tonight on the show, hey, kids, do you like the rock and roll? We have Dimitri's Rail on tonight, this night, Monday, January 14, 2013, at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. We also have hip-hop artists. She's also the alleged girlfriend of Trinidad James, popular rapper, uh, Keepa. So follow them on Twitter, Dimitri's, at Dimitri's Rail and The Real Keepa. <clears throat> and on uh, the panel tonight, I cannot wait for that. Let me just figure out what we're going to do. Oh, all right. So I'm seeing in front of my screen, unable to connect to Internet. Now we're connected, reloading the switchboard. Oh, this is the, the beauty of, of the live radio. All right. Oh, dear God. Sorry, Haviland. Sorry, Jordan. Hang tight there. All right. Let's do it. Okay. So, um, Golden Globes was last night. That was quite the show. Uh, I thought Tina Fey and uh, Amy Poehler did an incredible job hosting um, I might prefer the raunchiness of Ricky Gervais, but they they got pretty down and dirty themselves. Um, and, uh, oh, God, what is going on with my computer? All right, what else is going on? Uh, big uh, big winners last night were, were Claire Danes and um, Ben Affleck. And Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, hang tight, guys. I am having many technical issues over here. It, it, honestly, it, it was like right at 8 p.m. that this cut out, and now I'm just babbling like a moron. So, I... Huh. All right, I'm going to have to restart the thing. I'm going to have to restart the computer, so... uh. My bad, everyone. Just uh, hang tight. Uh, this is awkward when when you're doing it, you know, live on the air. This will all be edited out later. Um, I can't wait till I can actually pick up the phone on Jordan Ferber so he so he can tell me what a hot mess I'm being right now. Uh, you know, co-hosting the show tonight in just a bit will be uh, Tamika Kid. Now, if you don't know Tamika, Tamika's Twitter handle is at I will cut you. And she had to change it to that because the other one was too offensive. So now she's I Will Cut You. And Tamika is the one and only uh, Broadway medic. There's nobody else like her. She's the only person who, who lurks outside the Broadway theaters just waiting for Nick Adams to, uh, to pass out of, of dehydration so she can get that much closer to his kitty breast. Um, and uh, hopefully she can she can give him some some mouth to mouth. Tamika is also from California, where she grew up, and she had an incident with her Barbie doll that has been talked about many times on this show. Uh, where a 
um, her mother came up to her, and this is just so you have some some reference to the co-hosting that is about to take place in a few minutes. Uh, her mother came up to her and said, what is wrong with you? Did you do this? And she showed her a Barbie that had been bent backwards, the hair was cut off, her nipples were burnt, and uh, and she was just left in some draws. So this is what you can look forward to tonight. And Tanika, I asked her why did she do all that stuff to her Barbie. She said, I didn't like her apparently. <laughs> um, also, all right, so the computer is restarted now. <sighs> um, on the show tonight, besides the, the amazing Tamika Kid, we have got uh, comedian Jordan Ferber, who hosts the uh, Straight Up Stand Up. Uh, he's been on the show many a time. Um, we attempted to do an event together recently. And, uh, well, we did it. We did the event in Park Slope. And let me just tell you that uh, no event that we have done has been free of drama. There was some drama there. Uh, what's interesting about that is is this is sort of an old drama that got rehashed later on wherein uh, there was a, somebody with whom I had previously had a different issue. Um, to be fair, I do believe that there was kind of he was right in both cases and there was no one in the wrong per se. Um, but it was it was very strange that in the the two and a half years of this show that that happened. All right, I think we're finally ready to to do a little panel here. Um, good Lord, I have no idea who's who on this switchboard, so let me just uh, pick up on everyone. Um, okay, unmuted. Uh, oh boy, Jordan Ferber, are you there? I am here. You are here. Haviland, are you there? All right. <laughs> so far, let me just say this is the most exciting show of yours I've been on. Uh, uh, Evelyn Stillwell, are you there? Hello. Hello. Oh my goodness. Hello. There's so many people <laughs> calling. I'm in here. To... Just like a party uh, line. <laughs> Evelyn, are you there? Evelyn. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Hello? <laughs> I don't know what Okay. Haviland, okay, is that you? You got Keeper on the Wait, I think that was her. Alright. Good God. Th- Is this episode gonna be called we are experiencing technical difficulties? <laughs> Haviland still well. Is that you? No? Jesus. You got Keeper, um, Keeper. Line. What was that? You got Keeper on the line. Keeper, the street sweeper. Oh, oh Keeper, you know your calling time is, is 8.40? No, it's, I thought it said 8 o'clock on my page. No. <laughs> oh, I I asked. Okay, Keeper, thank you for calling in. Uh, I, told, uh, I told our friend to tell you to call in at 8.40 because we got uh, another guest. At 8.10. Can you do that? Call in at 8.40 p.m. Eastern? I sure will. I will. Okay, I'll call back in about 35 minutes. All right, thanks so much. Let me handle this hot mess right now. (laughs) 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 Um, Oh, boy. Jordan, I I don't know what to do here. 
I'll uh, tell you right now, see. I've never been, I, you know, people that are fans of uh, all the behind-the-scenes banter that goes on of the producing of a, a weekly uh, podcast, I think, are, are, are jizzing in their pants at this moment. <laughs> um, oh, good Lord. Uh, let's see. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Haviland Stillwell, is that you? No? No dice? All right. Haviland? Haviland, is that you? Try this. Yes, it's me. It's me. Oh, there you are. Oh, good Lord. Good there you Lord. Are. Okay, now I keep we have finally gotten our panel together. It's like, it's like you're my ex-girlfriend or something. I don't know what's going on here. Just keep talking and no response. <laughs> oh, well, I didn't mean to stir up old, old bad uh, memories, but okay, let's let's get on with it because now <laughs> we're we're out of time. So, so let's pretend that we have the ten minutes. Um, so uh, let's start uh, with um, this Justin Bieber uh, cut for Bieber uh, catastrophe. Now, I guess what happened was well, we talked about on the show last week that Justin Bieber was was caught in a photograph smoking weed, or it looks like he's smoking weed. He has a slip in his hand. And um, now there was a trend on Twitter cutting for Bieber. Um, and apparently it was a hoax, but, but teenage girls actually started cutting themselves. I don't understand what one has to do with the other, what him smoking has to do with. Can either of you explain this to me? I, I have no explanation whatsoever, but I look forward to him continuing to smoke weed because maybe his music will get better. <laughs> and have a win. I have to say I'm actually a fan of, George, of Justin Bieber's music. Um, I, You know, the cutting thing is, is really weird, and, I mean, I'm glad to hear it's a hoax. Um, I mean, you know, it's a serious thing, and it's hard to sort of find something to joke about because, you know, we all know people who have been into self-mutilation, and, you know, I hope all of those girls out there are speaking to somebody about their um, unhealthy obsession with someone and cutting themselves over that person. Yeah. yeah, I mean, really, honestly, at the end of the day, you know, I think that you can have a, you can engage in some activity that's a cry for help without dragging some celebrity into it. Yeah, leave the celebrities <laughs> alone. Right? I mean, come on. Before we move on um, from from these celebrity scandals, uh, Lance Armstrong just confessed to Oprah that he was uh, uh, using illegal something or others uh, to enhance his performance. Um, Jordan Ferber, well, it was what, a hell of a performance that? on that show. Let me say, I think it was he, she got big ratings <laughs> for, that, for that episode. Haviland, what do you think about uh, Lance Armstrong's confession? Um. Well. I, I honestly, you're, this is the first, you're breaking the news to me right now. Um, so I, I don't know. I have to say that it's really difficult. These, all these um, sort of celebrity sports people, sports players um, who are, you know, getting caught and confessing for, for using these things because, you know, I mean, ultimately everybody should be on a level playing field. And I think it's gotten to the point where the level playing field is, you know, steroids. So that's pretty disappointing. So I'm I'm hoping that that will, you know, change. Change is good. Yeah. <laughs> now to all of the, it the folks. The first thing. To all the folks hanging on the line from Dimitri's rail, hang tight, guys. 
Um, we're running behind due to technical difficulties, so just hang in there for a few more minutes. Um, now, let's talk about the Golden Globes last night. Um, let's talk uh, about what, what was what was your favorite moment, Jordan Ferber? Were you watching? Uh, well, I, I wasn't watching. I watched most of it today during the day. Mm-hmm. I uh, taped it, but uh, 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 I, I get tired of watching some of those shows. I, I fast forwarded and basically just watched a lot of the comedy bits because, it's, as much as I enjoy watching uh, Hollywood pat itself on the back for three hours, uh, you know, making sure that they can continue making, remaking things that have, you know, I, 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 don't, I don't care much for the award show stuff. But it was nice <laughs> gotcha. to see uh, Will Ferrell and and Kristen Wiig and all the all the. Uh, those, those, those were some funny moments. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, um, Haviland, uh, I know that you, you posted something on the World Wide Web today about how you felt about a certain moment. Um, I, I think that a lot of people, whoever was watching, certainly felt it uh, some type of way while watching Jodie Foster. Do you guys know how watching Jodie Foster's speech last night made me feel? A certain way? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> when you just don't know what you're feeling You can't find the right words to say Well, that's the moment you start to realize You're feeling a certain way You feel a certain way I feel a certain way I bet everybody's feeling a certain way I feel a certain way You feel a certain way So many things that make me feel a certain way I found uh, Jodie Foster's speech was incoherent, manic, insane, garrulous, morbid, angry, and completely brilliant. Uh, Haviland, what did you make of her speech? Well, I think that when you're coming out, all of those adjectives and feelings are pretty appropriate (laughs) for what's going (laughs) on um, inside your brain. And I absolutely loved it. I thought it was really interesting. I understood why she had a little bit of anger and defensiveness in it. Um, I also felt like a lot of what maybe read to some people as angry um, really was her passion for something that she feels very strongly about, which is, number one, the need for privacy in a life that's been very public and very much in the open, and she's, you know, really discussed a lot about how times have changed in terms of, you know, public figures really sort of feeling like they have to be public. Um, But, you know, as a gay woman who grew up knowing, you know, that Jodie Foster was gay but not really knowing and not really being able to confirm and all of that kind of thing, um, you know, it was really great. I thought it was really great and courageous and, um, you know, better late than never. And, you know, like she said, she's been out since the Stone Age, and she's been out to all her friends and family, and most people, that's all they really have to come out to, you know, that that's considered coming out. So, um, but I loved that it was public, and I wrote an article on autostraddle.com about it today, and um, yeah, I think, you know, come out, come out wherever you are. (laughs) Did did you think that, that, I mean, what did you make of the fact that it it was kind of, uh, it wasn't a full kind of, um, you know, it, it, she did. She didn't say it, you know, um, out loud and proud or whatever. But she, uh, it was sort of, she, it, she was like walking a line between respect for privacy and then also kind of 
being loyal to to her community. What did you think of that? Well, I think that that's kind of the point she was making. I mean, you know, I don't I don't think she was saying, you know, I'm making this big statement that's a, a revelation to myself and the people closest to me. I mean, her, what she was saying is this happened a long time ago, but, you know, I'm also understanding that now this is, you know, it's kind of like I, I feel like she's kind of laughing about it in a way of like, yeah, I've, I'm, I'm gay. I've been gay for my whole life. This isn't a big revelation, but understanding that it's awkward. It's awkward to make that kind of statement. And ultimately one day we won't have to make those kinds of statements because we won't live in a world where everyone is presumed straight until otherwise pronounced, you know? So, right. um, I mean, you know, I think that's kind of her, that it was, it was complicated. And I think that she did it in a really interesting, cool way. And everybody's story is different. Everybody's journey is different. And, you know, I say rock on, hot Jodie Foster. <laughs> I did see the Jodie right. Foster speech as well. What, you I saw that? What did you think of that? I, I thought it was a really, I thought it was a good speech. I, I liked it. I kind of thought it was sort of like, you know, the the the, the tongue in cheek about how she came out as uh, as single, uh, mm-hmm. uh, which is, you know, I thought it was kind of interesting. I think I think uh, she basically said, if, if if you're not going to believe it until I come out and actually just tell you that I'm gay, well, there's just no pleasing you, is there? <laughs> you know, I I think we all knew she was gay for for all those years anyway. I don't think it was, you know, she. I I, I think if you saw contact and there was there was no chemistry between her and a shirtless Matthew McConaughey, you knew. <laughs> I guess so. Um, now. Jordan, uh, before we go, uh, uh, my handling of the top of the show tonight, hot or hot mess? Oh, it was it was a hot mess for sure. I mean, you gotta you're gonna need more than a co-host. You're gonna need an AV assistant, I think. <laughs> I'm firing my current one um, uh, and replacing my router actually after the show. Uh, Haviland uh, Stillwell is. One of our all-time favorites. She should be a household name, like on our TVs every week and in every film ever. And all of you should jump on the train now before she completely blows up. And Jordan Fur was a great guy. Yep. And <laughs> come see my show. My show at the Way Station on Sunday in Brooklyn. Way Station, Brooklyn on Sunday. Yeah. And Haviland, you got that uh, Unicorn Planet, right? Yeah, unicornplanet.com. Watch it and follow me on Twitter at Miss Haviland. Thank you guys so much. Sorry about the technical issues. Thanks, Ryan. Have a good show. Right. Yeah, Ryan. Thank you, Take buddy. Care. All right. Talk to you guys soon. Bye. All right. That was Haviland Stillwell and Jordan Ferber. Now, I would like to welcome the one and only Broadway medic, the woman who bends her Barbie backwards and leaves her in some drawers. Miss Tamika Kidd. Let's let's clear one thing up real quick besides my voice. I don't leave my body backwards because that would be a great feat. I leave Barbie dolls bent backwards and burn their nipples and chop off their hair and then leave them in their drawers. (laughs) See, this is is why you are the Sade to my Vatternois. (laughs) <laughs> All right. I think we got some people to talk to on the line. Are you okay. ready to rock, Tamika? Yeah. All right. Let's go. Let's do it. All right. Um, our first guest 
perform on February 28th and March 1st at the Lang Niap Festival. Uh, please welcome alternative rock and roll Grammy-nominated chart-topping band, Dimitri <laughs> Hey, boys. All right. How How is everybody doing? Doing well. How are y'all? Doing great. Doing well. All right. So let's let's get down to business here. Uh, now that we've lost some time because of my uh, technical technological ineptitude, um, <laughs> you guys uh, you you release your uh, you release your EP Wake Up in 2010, and it got you a lot of attention. Um, did you guys know that it would get you the attention that it, that you got? Uh, no, that was uh, some things happened that were very unexpected, um, and uh, so it kind of started a um, started the ball rolling, so to speak. So. And is this yeah, Paul no, I, talking now? Yes, it's Paul. Sorry, <laughs> this is Paul. Okay, and who else is on the line? Uh, this is Eric. Eric and uh, yeah, got- there. <laughs> We got Paul, Eric, and who else? That's it. I guess, I guess that's it. <laughs> oh, I thought I heard Mike in there for a second. Oh, was Mike there? I don't know. <laughs> well, that's that's wow. Oh, well. Wow. Oops. Here, here we go. <laughs> All right. We got <laughs> Paul, Eric, and who else? Is are other people there? Mike? Are there people there? <laughs> well, Mike. Uh, All right. I don't know what's going on. Okay, so Dimitri's Rail, you guys said that you had a lot of stuff going on. By the way, if you guys are part of Dimitri's Rail and you're trying to get into the to the show, uh, make sure you're pressing one to actually speak to Dimitri. Uh, okay, I think we have one more on. Is that Mike? This is Justin. Justin. Okay. Hey. Eric, Paul, Justin. All right, so. That's when you got the the this crazy amount of attention in 2010. Uh, then you you went ahead and you've opened for a bunch of bands, including Days of the New and Fastball. Who was your favorite band to uh, to work with, to open for, to tour with? Oh man, it, all of them were a lot of fun. I mean, some of them have different issues than others. <laughs> I'm not going to name names, but you know, uh, there it, overall, it's always good to play with all those bands. Are you alluding to drugs, perhaps, or alcohol issues? No, no, no. <laughs> Fair enough. No, um, no. It's it, uh, most most of them are uh, pretty sober now. I mean, they're not, but there's after effects. So I think uh, mm-hmm. I think Justin, didn't you have an experience with Travis? Uh, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. What happened? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah, um, what happened? Sounds like somebody don't want to talk. What's up? Uh, I thought I thought he was the roadie for himself. I thought Travis Meeks was the roadie, and I was like, "Hey, what's up, man?" Because he was all carrying the guitars and screaming and yelling. I was like, "Hey, dude, you all right? You want some help?" He's like, wearing this crazy flashlight hat thing, <laughs> so he can see in the back. I was like, "Hey, man, I'll, I'll help you." He's like, "Come on, come on!" <laughs> and he had just got to the venue and was like rushing to get on stage and all that stuff. But um, as far as bands that we play with that have been my favorite, I think Flyleaf is. My favorite. Cool. Okay. Good choice. Um, <laughs> now, 
you guys, are you all from Spring, Texas, or are you all over the place? Well, yeah. I'm the I'm the uh, the uh, Lone Ranger in a sense that uh, I'm from Katy. I, I have to come from about what forty miles <laughs> uh, to get to Spring. So it's like kind of like on the other side of Houston, kind of sort of. Mm. Uh, that must be a pain in the ass during rush hour. Uh, I, I try to make it out there like after rush hour. I try to hit the try to hit the uh, highway like a little after. So it, it's really not really not too bad, you know. As long as I'm I got my tunes and you know the car's working, I'm good. <laughs> now you guys uh, were not along with Justin Bieber. You guys were nominated for a Grammy in 2012. Um, you guys were nominated for best rock. That's what your bio says. Now, I know that that's not an actual category. What was the actual category? Best Rock what? Or was this an award well, show in geology? Yeah, it was on the – we didn't make the top five. It was basically the big master list of nominees for to give them the top five. So we were right there with the Foo Fighters and everybody else. So it was nice. – I, I thought it was like Best Rock Song or Best Rock or whatever it was. Uh, so <laughs> – yeah, that's gotcha. what it was. And so I, you know, when I got the um, list, because I became a member of the Recording Academy in uh, 2011, and so I was able to submit to be considered for nominations. So we got in there, and then the name was on the the big list. So uh, it was kind of a shocker to see that because they don't tell you who makes it on that list, um, mm-hmm. and then you see it, <laughs> and then then you vote for yourself. But, uh, I thought it was a uh, best best looking guitar player. Is what I thought we were nominated that, for. That's what it was. It was. It just okay. on there. Oh, okay. That explains. It. Uh, and you, I, I watched this video the, today, the Back to You video. I want to know why the hell are you guys on the soft rock chart? Ain't nothing soft about that song or video. For <laughs> <laughs> real. Yeah, no, it's not. No, it's not soft porn either. So, um, but you know no, what? That's God. okay. <laughs> uh, no, it, well, it's been in um, like modern rock. There's through the window is actually uh, the one that was charting on our stage for uh, soft rock. I don't think that one was, but um, definitely not soft rock. Um, but it's it's getting spun. Um, and radio, and FM stations, and, and getting a lot of attention um, now. And having the video, because we got it on MTV, has helped um, tremendously. So Now, MTV still exists in terms of music videos? Yeah, it does. It's there. They have MTVU, and the MTV.com is like the, the first door you have to get into once you're accepted into that. Then they they kind of watch it and then they'll throw you into in like MTVU or you got uh, Fuse TV which is connected and all that that stuff. So um, sure. Now the song yeah, that you just mentioned, um, Through the Window, I heard from three different people that that was inspired by the Little John to the Window to the Wall song. Is that true? <laughs> John Paul. Wow. <laughs> That's wow. the other version. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love. I mean, you guys, your lyrics are a little better than oh, skeet, 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 skeet. So, yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of, can you guys tell me why why rock like rock just started sucking so bad at some point in the like maybe mid to late nineties? It was amazing for 
the early to mid-90s, and then it just started sucking. And, you know, what? just tell me how can, we can get rid of Nickelback. <laughs> um, yeah, I like that idea. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you don't know? Well, yeah. I, well you... I, I think... I think it comes down to being able to fund a project now independently and put it on radio. Because if you have a budget, you can get, um, you can work with mm-hmm. people. So it just that's what it comes down to. Um, you know, it comes down to money, and then what? Like they're just they they figured Nickelback's a safe you know a safe group to play. So um, I guess that's why. But I agree. Yeah, it's but you know radio's so diverse now. Right. Well, you guys up. have some rock music that certainly does not suck, um, and I want to make sure that before we run out of time, we break our listeners off with um, a track of yours. Do you want to go ahead and set up uh, Back to You? Mm. Well, are you, <laughs> oh, yeah. okay, sorry. I thought you didn't know you were talking about. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, back to you. It's basically getting back to uh, that person. It's, you know, a normal fight between a husband and wife or a girlfriend-boyfriend situation and uh, one of them screwing up or vice versa and and them coming back. So, um, I guess. Do you guys have any other ideas on the meeting, Eric or Justin? <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, it's a rock song. It's a, it's a lovely rock song. All right, so here is Dimitri's Rail with Back to You. We'll be right back with the boys. My eyes are open, but I'm not awake. These years have left me. With all my mistakes and I
Yeah. Woo! Tamika, that was the, your first time hearing it, right? What did you think? I like it. I like it. I was listening I think to that's it. Fun. If, it came, if, it came, if it came up on my iPod, I would listen to it. But I did see the video earlier, But and the funny thing is, the whole rail thing, one of the guys mentioned something about soft porn, so I was like, all right. No, <laughs> that's not it. So I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. I'm going to live that forever. That's great. That's <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but that's okay. You not- know, we're all healthy adults. Little soft porn, all right. Little hard porn, sometimes. I mean, come on. That's not but also, but also, it's good music. So I mean, you can't you can't ignore that as well. So yeah, that's all you that's really need is soft core porn and good music. Yeah, right? I don't think that's. I don't think that song fits <laughs> soft porn. Period. <laughs> they don't no. have enough slap of bass in there. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Wait a minute. Um, Wait a minute. Let me see if I can find my my uh, whip. <laughs> um, sorry. <laughs> okay, so this show, this show, you guys have shows coming up at this. What is this lag? What what is this Lagney App Festival? What is that? Yeah, it's a, a film and music festival that a guy in Beaumont, Texas, uh, put together. Beaumont. He, yeah, Beaumont. It's like an hour and a half from where we live, which isn't too far. Um, and so what he's done is he he's been in the movie business for a long time and in radio. And so he's putting this together. This is his first year to do this. So he's got some pretty big heavy hitters in uh, film and uh, music, like on the music side. Uh, there's some pretty big hitters coming in for the publishing. They're going to be there. So, uh, And then he's got complete support of the rock radio out there as well and other radio stations. So he's doing pretty good. He's, it's for his first year. It's going to be really cool. They're having a red carpet event. Um, they're going to have screenings of independent films. Um, and uh, so we get to play that. So we're like one of the headliners for the for the festival. They actually added our photo to their cover page on their Facebook, which was pretty cool. So um, that's all. Yeah, I was pretty excited about that. So and the the, the owner is good friends with the the president of Warner Chapel. Um, and so I'm like I need to meet that guy. We all need to meet him. <laughs> so we're uh, pretty excited about that. So. Um, but yeah, it's a three-day three day event, and uh, we play uh, March first, and then uh, we're we're supposed to head out to West Monroe, Louisiana, the next day to go play some uh, a venue out there. Um, but yeah, we're looking forward to it. Awesome. So if you're in Texas or Louisiana, go check out the guys at Dimitri's Rail. Follow them on Twitter at Dimitri's Rail, and check them out on Facebook. Um, <clears throat> anything else you guys want to say before we go? Um, rock on, and um, perhaps you'll be uh, hearing from us uh, sometime perhaps later in the year. Awesome. Uh, they are yeah. Paul, Mike, Eric, and Justin. Thank you guys so much for doing the show. Man, Thanks, thank you for having us on. You got it. Absolutely. Take care, you Absolutely. guys. Bye. All right. Have a good Thanks. night. Bye. All right. Uh, that was Dimitri's Rail. Uh, Tamika. Um, Mail, which has some uh, other meanings to me right now. That's okay. I, I got to be honest. I don't really understand what are, what are you referring to. There? Is it, Dimitri's about, like, Rail. Pull, you put what is that? You talking about like pulling a train on someone? Yeah. See. Okay. Oh, so I do understand <laughs> that. So you do understand it because you said it. <laughs> I didn't. 
did oh, not Lord. say that. Yeah, um, right? <laughs> well, I'm going to tell uh, Keepa that we are ready for her. Um, uh, we, um, I'm going to tell Please, her on the Facebook. Please, because I want to know what gold is everything. All gold, everything. <laughs> so, yeah, we're ready for her, too. Uh, yeah, so, we're ready okay, for now, her. Did you, now, I have a question for you with the technical difficulties. You think yeah. um, you're on, like, the Time Warner hit list or something now? Here's the thing. My all my complaining about Time Warner may have been um in error because uh well no 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 that's not true because the modem no. I had at the time was bad. That was bad. But here's the thing. Now since we've replaced the modem, my internet still goes out constantly, so it's gotta be the router. So I just um met up with my boyfriend before uh coming back here and he gave me his old router. So ho- I'm gonna try that after the show. I didn't realize okay. time to Right before the show, but this could have it could have either severely hurt the show if I didn't know how to set it up, or right. it could have really saved the show from the disaster that the first ten minutes were. But that you know what? That's the beauty of uh, broadcasting live. I know you said you're going to edit some stuff out, but I mean, once in a while that happens. You know, I mean, <laughs> I, I, we get over it quickly. Because just imagine when uh, Brian Williams. And I'll put you in that category because some of your shows have been very thought-provoking. When Brian Williams went on the air and had to broadcast the entire show with the fire alarm going off in the studio of NBC. Mm-hmm. And he kept reassuring mm-hmm. people that it was okay. So I figured, you know, you didn't have a fire alarm and it was a mess, but he kept reassuring folks it was okay. So it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unless there's a fire so. out there in Brooklyn. I mean, what's up? You good? <laughs> <laughs> nah, ain't nobody got time for that. Don't you think, though, that Brian Williams was, like, assuring the American public, And but don't you think he went and screamed at everyone when he got backstage that night? Oh, I that would have been the newsroom clip to get. <laughs> <laughs> I whoever was running the building out up. here, whoever was running the building there at 30 Rock was just, I'm sure they were mortified, so he probably didn't have to say anything. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I know right. that was quite. I if anyone like stayed on to to watch the rest of that show rather than switch to whoever the hell who the hell's on now Diane Sawyer Katie Couric she's not on anymore. No, Katie Couric's on uh, ABC, but um, she doesn't do the evening news anymore. So I purposely, you know, living out here, made sure I stayed on NBC just because. I wanted I wanted to make sure, even though I was hundred blocks away for something was jumping off. You know, they ain't trying mm-hmm. to do nothing up here in Harlem unless you know somebody acts an idiot across the street at the park. But I just <laughs> I, I watched it because he was able to keep his candor, and much like you did when they came up to the clips, you know, they cut away, kept trying to fix the problem. But that's something that you know, especially when you're going on live, much like all of our theater folks, mics go out, somebody gets bad mm-hmm. feedback, and has to rip the mic off. Off of their ear and hope yeah. it's not bleeding. So you know, it's just <laughs> well, honestly, no. Well, when I was working, how to succeed? Uh, Charlie Williams is a beautiful man, incredible uh-huh. dancer. Uh, he his mic uh, malfunctioned, and he pulled he pulled it out real quick, and they kept going. It was right at the opening number, and I was thinking he's never going to make it back on time for the you next scene. Yeah, so I mean, it just happened. You got it. We, we, got got to, we got our our next guest on the line. Uh, our yes. next guest 
is an up and coming hip hop artist. She is a street sweep. Please welcome Keith. <laughs>
You you tweeted the following. No free promo here, ho. Try again, you busted. <laughs> what was that all about? What, oh, I'm asking you. What was that all about? <laughs> wow. Oh, my. Well, see, and I deleted that. I, and I had no idea it was actually still up, but apparently it doesn't delete off my Twitter account. It Never off goes away. So, basically, people are just trying to get my attention left and right now, and they're saying little things, and they know that I have a short fuse, and a lot of the times I'm going to stick up for myself or, you know, set the record straight about anything that I feel is directed towards me. But when I saw something and I felt like it was for me, I said that because basically I felt like somebody wanted a little bit of free promotion, and they see what's going on. They see my numbers. They see the people I'm working with, and they see my movement, and, and I'm doing big things. So everybody's trying to jump on the bandwagon all of a sudden and trying to get me to start doing name drops like I used to, um, mm. you know. But it's a new year, so I'm sorry. You're just not going to get any name drops, not from Keepa. <laughs> Just Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Now, see, that's what, there it goes. Yes, again. <laughs> that's awesome. And yesterday, Keepa, you tweeted that you'll be teaming up with Trina. Is that true? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah. That is it. Yeah, that's right. Me and Trina, we're going to be doing a song together. And I hear that a video is going um, to be in the picture as well. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm a big fan of Trina and, uh, you know, She's a great rapper. She's like one of my idols. I look up to her. A lot of people say I sound like her even, you know, but um, it's definitely just a big accomplishment just knowing the fact that I got a chance to speak with her manager directly and uh, we mm-hmm. basically set everything up already. So um, I got a couple projects that I'm working on right now, so I can't jump into it head first right now, but it's definitely in the future, in, in the near future at that. Well, that's very exciting. Who do you, uh, personally, who do you think is, is killing it in the hip-hop game right now in terms of uh, female rappers? Um, I can't say that I think anybody's really killing it killing it right now. Of course, we mm-hmm. got Nicki Minaj, um, who's doing a lot of things because, you know, she's on American Idol, and I hear she has, like, a new clothing line coming out through Kmart. And, you know, but as far as, like, <laughs> hip-hop, like, rap, Rap wise, um, me basically, right? Me, I'm still, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you, yeah, I like me. that. That's a good answer. No. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, like she said, um, yeah. she's gonna be blunt and honest about it. So yeah, that's she's true. Doing. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Very blunt. Now, you um, you say that uh, you like in your bio, you like jazz, country, pop, rock. What what are some Surprising artists that maybe people wouldn't expect you like that you uh, enjoy. Uh, I don't think anyone would think that I like One Republic and like Green Days. I-, I love them, and you know Taylor Swift. I'm totally into Taylor. I like Britney Spears, Kelly Clarkson, Gwen Stefani. The list goes on. I mean, if mm-hmm. it sounds good, I'll-, I'll listen to it. I got two 15s in my trunk, so okay, I'm not oh, strange wow. at all. I want it up loud, and I, like, usually have it to where alarms will come on, the windows are shaking, and my neighbor's got to come out and be like, okay, it's Sunday, you know, so. Are you uptown here? Uptown? Uptown. Matt, you're in Florida, no? 
Sure, you're in Florida. Okay. Because I was just curious because I'm uptown here, and I've heard people going by, even in the winter with the windows down, blasting some music. So I just wanted to make sure that wasn't you. Because otherwise I was going to go outside and say hi. That's all. No, that wasn't me. That wasn't her. So, Keepa, you say that you're from uh, Fort Pierce, Florida. Tell me and Tamika about sunlight. What's that like? Uh, about the sunlight? Yeah, what is that? What is the sun that you we don't see the sun no more. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, basically it's still sort of like we're hmm, conjoining hands with the equator and, like, maybe, like, sipping on coffee at the same time, like, at the same damn time. It's burning hot. And, you know, probably with some gas draws on, sitting and having a cup of tea and playing spades with the devil. It's burning hot here. Yeah, and... Even on the chilly days, I got pit stains, so that should tell uh-huh. you it's hot. <laughs> All right. Um, so we are going to uh, play a game we always play on the show. It is called Hot or Hot Mess, where I give you a list of things, and you tell me if they are hot or a hot mess. Uh, Keepa, are you okay. ready? Yes. Okay. Tamika, are you ready? This thing on. Let's go. All right, first up on Hot or Hot Mess, Justin Timberlake's return to music. Keep a hot or hot mess. Hot. Deeper than itch. Agreed. Tamika? Is that a real question? Right. Is that a re- as long as he brings it, that's, I mean, come on. Yeah. Oh. Sorry. Wait a second. I didn't say Justin Bieber, did I? I said, I said Timberlake. I, I said Bieber. What did you say? Oh. <laughs> no, oh, he, he was said Timberlake. Next. Yeah, yeah, Justin Timberlake. Okay, so that's the second category. The first one is Justin Timberlake, his return to music, Hot or Hot Mess Keeper. I'm sorry. I thought you said Bieber. Justin Timberlake, he's hot, too. <laughs> So that's definitely hot as well. Hot. Okay, fair enough. And Tamika? Okay, Timberlake? Yes. But. What about your girl that Bieber? That girl Bieber? I can't. I can't. But you know, I'm all about One Direction anyway, so whatever. That's, that's true. Tamika's a One Directioner, not a, not a believer. I mean, myself, I'm more a believer, Keepa. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. I went I went to a concert and everything a couple of weeks ago at Madison Square Garden. Uh next up on Hot or Hot Mess, um uh, Taylor Swift. Tamika, let's start with you. Hot or hot mess. Hot mess. She needs to go somewhere mm. with all them breaking up with the boys and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't like her, plus she broke up with the dude from One Direction, which is okay, because I mean he's single, but I still feel funny for the fact that I feel funny about him, so I, I you know what, I plead the fifth, never mind. <laughs> All right, and keep a hot or hot mess, tell us what. Man, I feel like I'm freaking Paula from American Idol. I'm going to go with hot again, because like, oh, really? got a new <laughs> like, it's called I Knew You Were Trouble, and that is just fire. I mean, I was quaking that this morning. So, okay. <laughs> All right. And what about um, Nicki Minaj, keep a hot or hot mess? Hot mess. <laughs> nah, no hesitation whatsoever. And uh, Tamika, hot or hot mess? Hot mess. 
I concur. You, you, I don't know what she's doing. But, but you, I don't you know didn't what give she, me an example for that one. Everybody else, you gave like a little storyline to go with it. You just said her name. <laughs> right, because we don't need an example. We got examples daily. She's in the news daily. So, but I can't whatever. wait to watch her on American Idol. There's that commercial where all the rest of the 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 judges are like, <laughs> okay, that's good, uh huh, and then she goes, oh god. <laughs> I can't wait to watch yeah. that. Um, okay, last up on Hot or Hot Mess, Jodie Foster's speech last night at the Golden Globes. Uh, keep a Hot or Hot Mess. Oh, that was so sweet. That was sweet. I, 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 that's, I don't know that I would call that Hot or Hot Mess. That was just beautiful. I was in tears. That was hot, for sure. Okay. So you were one of the people in tears. Then let, okay, because I was of the mind that the speech was just kind of crazy, but then I saw all the people start tearing up in the audience. Why do you think you felt that emotional connection to it? I think it has a lot to do with my job. I work with elderly people, and when she started talking about dementia with her mom, I kind of felt where she was coming from, even though my mom or my dad, they're not experienced in that, but I, I've seen it firsthand, and mm-hmm. you just your heart goes out to people like that, because if you're fortunate enough you'll make it to that age, you know. So, like, the youngsters need to have respect for their elders because you never know. You just never know what circumstance is going to be for you in the future. But when he went on about dementia, it just touched me because, like, a lot of my patients, uh, you know, that's something that you see a lot of elderly people go through. And it's like just to see someone that you used to know completely transformed and it's, Kind of almost like Alzheimer's, almost. It's just so disorienting, you know, the lack of memory. It's sad, mm-hmm. you know. It showed me that she was a daughter who really, really loves her mom. Wow. So that that was a, a deep response to a deep speech. And uh, Tamika, did you find that speech to be hot or a hot mess? I found it to be hot. And, and you know, talking as a medic, I understood uh, what was taking place with um, her thinking uh, her parents or mom in particular, but it was hot in the fact that I, I've i seen what people have talked about saying that, oh, she's on medication or she's not medicated or what have you. I think she was being her authentic self. And for me as a person that has studied existentialist theory, I really think that we got a glimpse of her authentic self, much like me. You can You can be all over the place. But at the end of the day, mm-hmm. your message is actually going to be coherent if you take a minute to just listen. So it's great that she got a, a award, you know, the for, uh, during the Golden Globes, as they called it, the foreign language uh, press, which is awesome. But <laughs> the Hollywood foreign know, press. Yeah, the, well, it's the Hollywood uh-huh. foreign press. But one of the guys that got an award called it the foreign language press, which was awesome. Uh-huh. And that tells you how uh-huh. they were drinking there. Um, but I, I think it was, I think it was hot because she just let it go, and it, obviously she hasn't had any, any time to really do that or felt comfortable enough to do it. That's why I think it was hot because she felt comfortable uh, it enough was, to do it. Yeah, and then, it was and, and, I, and I understand people get upset and they're like, oh, she didn't say this, whatever. She's single, blah blah blah. I don't care. Mm-hmm. So. All right, let's close up hot or hot mess. Okay, now one, one last order of business. Uh, Keep us, don't leave us. 
um, can you finally confirm or deny your relationship with Trinidad James? Oh my God! Here we go again! Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my gosh! News travels so freaking fast. I mean, like faster than the speed of light. By the time I was pouring milk in my bowl the next morning, it's like all over the web. Like keep it in Trinidad. Mm-hmm. Keep it in like I really wish people would just freaking respect privacy and just like let people be Uh-oh. happy. You getting Jody Foster on us? No, I'm just saying it's like goodness. Why won't people just like let Two human beings be happy and and do what they love. <laughs> Music mm-hmm. and you know it, it's enjoying each other's company. That's what it is. But it's like people want to make things a big big deal when maybe it's not as big as they're making it. But it's like at mm-hmm. the end of the day, that's my, that's my boo. Yeah. That's yeah. your boo. Okay, there we go. I and do, you said I do, um. I can respect said, that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. As soon as everyone gets in your business, it just crumbles from there. You know, you're basically doomed because what that does is that just opens up a big old, like, wound for, like, disadvantage and, like, extra hogwash and just he say, she say drama that's, like, unnecessary. Now you got to sit back and instead of spending quality time, you have to sit back and talk about all the rumors that you heard about each other that day. And I don't have time for that, and I'm sure he doesn't either. We're both busy people. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. Uh, you said that people are getting offended about you showing your booth some love. Have you found that it, it went to that sort of uh, dark place that people were, were uh, for some reason, upset that you were feeling good? Yeah. Well, I'm 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 big on Facebook. I may not say much. Well, actually, I do. But, um, you know, I've cut it down a lot, but I'm still on there. And I'm on everybody's page, go try it and read and then. I'm like the subliminal queen. I know when something's meant for me, and I know when mm-hmm. you're trying to talk incorrectly but talking about Keepa, okay? Wasn't born yesterday. So when I see something and it's about me, and I know it has a lot to do with me showing my boo some love, you know, they just want attention, and they're saying things like, oh, you know, um, I should be more particular about what I say and this and that, and, oh, I'm looking for attention. Like, uh, no, not really, because I'm not the one who lasted my personal business on the web. That was obviously some paparazzi or some uh, tabloid or someone in the media or radio or someone who um, basically loaded up my information or my personal business without my permission. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, I really don't care what anybody thinks about me and his relationship. I don't care at all. You know, at the end of the day, it's how Mm -hmm. I feel and it's how he feels. And and what we really want to do is we just want to take over musically. That's all. And he's just about there. I'm just right behind him. Okay. He's just giving me a helping hand. Some deep words. Yes. Beautiful. And I hate all these terrible things they're saying about him. I'm like, what are you guys looking at? Like, he's like handsome, talented, gold rocking. Show stopping, Molly's popping, Danny <laughs> <Maybe> dropping. <laughs> nice. That's nice. my boo, man. I love him. Go. And I love him. He loves animals, too. He loves animals? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Keeper. Well, uh, give your boo some love from the Blazing Rice Show. 
And uh, you are an absolute delight. I hope you come back and do, do our Hot Topics panel sometime, and we will not have a technological mess like tonight at the beginning of the show. And uh, thank you so much for doing it. Well, thank you. And can I just say that I want to um, thank my manager, Dave. Um, you know, he's um, a wonderful person, and he gives me great insight and advice. And um, Steve Styles, he's like my right-hand man, my go-to guy. And uh, now I'm working with a new promotion, uh, Howard Dang and Geo's uh, Distribution. Just shout-out to all the people who are helping me right now because um, it's hard trying to make it to the top by yourself. And for anyone who thinks that it's like a one-man army or a one-girl army, that's like a lie. You're always going to need someone. Yeah, you don't have to ask for handouts, but you're always going right. to need help from someone. So you just have to always keep an open mind when you're working in this type of right. business. You're going to always need help. Mm-hmm. So yep. thank you, everybody. Very now. true. Thank, thank you, you so much, Keepa. I'm, I'm a Follow her at The Real Keepa and check out the mixtape. It was all a dream. Uh, thank you so much. Have a good night. All right. Good night, y'all. Bye. Bye. Smooches. All right. <laughs> that was Keeper, the street sweeper. Um, okay, Tamika. Well, I think I think I need to wind down a bit from from the shenanigans from earlier this evening. So, um, let's, what do you bit. say we do a, just a little bit of uh, blazing with trends here? See if this okay. see if this goes a little better. Um, I'm going to open up my my Twitter. And we're going to go through these trends. Now, let's see what's trending right now on Twitter. Well, let's see. The Carrie Diaries is trending right now. Shall I click on that? I don't know what that is. <laughs> I think it's a prequel to Sex in the City. All right. Here no, we go. No, no, no. You know what you need to find out, and I'm surprised it's not trending, and that's only because I have not been on there just yet uh, for a day or so, is why... Girls <laughs> have the obligatory black man that Lena, the, excuse me, the creator, Hannah's character, have sex with in Girls. Because everyone knows Girls is a predominantly white show. And I still watch it. I love it. I like to laugh, just like I like my Jersey Shore. But they didn't have nobody of color before. And all of a sudden, you come back, and she's got this beautiful black man that now she's sleeping with. And besides that, Here's I don't know his name. If I if I search black man girls, I don't know what's gonna come. Ah, put on you girls. Know? Well, because the other thing too is we all got to see Andrew Reynolds behind naked last night. So <laughs> wait, here's, in between in, in, in between the Golden Globes, like I said, when they were calling when one major dude called it the uh, foreign language press. So let's see. <laughs> here's the first thing that comes up when I I search on Twitter black man girls. This uh. Girl, a drunk blonde is her handle, and she says, just like black hoes like loving basketball, white girls love mean girls. Okay, never mind. How how terrible is that? No, that's not it. What, that's, what the wrong, that's the wrong trend. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, black, uh, let me try black man on girls, Lena. HBO. No. All right. Okay, this says, Spanish girl says, Lena is apologizing to the black girls everywhere for not having a black girl on girls by fucking a black man graphically on TV. Thank you. That's it. <laughs> I'm done. You agree with that tweet? I concur. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's crazy. He came out of nowhere. 
I mean, I know it's Brooklyn. I mean, we all know Brooklyn. You're in Brooklyn. We all know Brooklyn. But my God. Mm-hmm. But you know what? When they did have the uh, the sh- or the premiere of Girls season two, Questlove mm-hmm. was there, and someone asked him a question like, you know, you're here, so we're thinking more folks of color are going to be there, and that's okay. Um, I think the thing that they needed to do was uh, introduce that character before he just mm-hmm. showed up. And to Questlove's defense, he once he got that question, he said, all of your concerns or issues will be addressed shortly, mm-hmm. which sounds like, a you know, hey, I could ever meet Questlove. I would love to have a cup of coffee with him and some of his chicken and stuff. <laughs> um, you know, he was very uh, – well, he, he tweeted last night about um, – after the Justin Timberlake song was released at midnight, uh, Robin Thicke was trending on Twitter, and Questlove tweeted, why is Robin Thicke trending? Let me find out. And he cut himself off. But he he was, I think, making the point that uh, Robin Thicke shouldn't be trending. Justin was the one who made this sound first, you know? Right. No, and I didn't. And he, and, and, but it, it, the thing is, I... And I think it's with all of our social media and everything that, you know, you know, just like Keith was saying, it's on Twitter. Once it's there, it's like there. Even on Facebook, once it's there, it's it's there, even though you're trying to delete it. And you want to just be mad for a minute and catch yourself. So who knows mm-hmm. what Alan Dick was doing? <laughs> all right, last up, the, the, this is trending now on Twitter, hashtag YRU. So I looked this up, uh, Mabel Simmons says, why are you clap, clap, and clap when clap, you clap, speak, clap? What do you make of that? I don't know. That sounds like they were having a, a fit. Like a typing. fit? What ha- yeah, like when they were typing. What's the clap, clap, and the clap, clap? Uh, it sounded more to me like they needed to go to the clinic. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> These are not funny. These are very serious, these why are you. Uh, let me find some. How about this one? Kelly Brown tweets, why are you so goddamn annoying? Shut the hell up already. What do you think's going on in her mind? Now, this is not in relation to our show, correct? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay, or excuse me, your show that I have the privilege to help you co-host. Uh, I don't know. I think something you touched on like two years ago with me, and it's all winter, I think people might have seasonal depression and they just get funny. Like I really (laughs) haven't seen too many positive things with people besides, you know, there's a show getting ready to um, start up here. What, oh, my God, what is the name of the show that everyone's been talking about? It has a few people that we both know there's a new a new play musical coming out here on Broadway soon. Okay. Um, that that was positive, but like I've seen other things that people are talking about the NFL playoffs and how there's no New York teams in it this year and they can give a rat's ass and it's like okay well don't be so sad and then I find myself being sad. I'm like okay well there's no New York teams so I don't care. Mm-hmm. But then I also saw a joke. And then I also saw a joke about the. Uh, Eli Manning and Peyton Manning walk into a bar to watch, uh, what's his face, uh, Brady in the playoffs. 
I'm ready. Yeah. So I think I think winter has changed some people's moods. I actually ever since you mentioned it to me, I really try and pay attention to that because I think people are just kind of over the season changing and a lot of stuff, but they don't have to be so mean. Yeah, well, one of these why are you that just read says, well, summer 2013, why are you not here yet? But let's end on this one instead. Yes. This Jose, he is at Ventura with two A's underscore J. He says, why are you so thirsty for the D? Oh, what, there you go. What is going on there? What's going on in his mind? You know what? I asked a friend of mine uh, who's a school teacher who will not be named because I know he's nervous. Um, I don't like where this is going. No, no. <laughs> Someone hacked into his account, and there's a Facebook page that actually says she wants the D. So that's our inside joke at this point. So you can walk up to somebody real quick and just be like, she wants the D, and know what that is. Because the Facebook page is actually pretty um, explicit and illicit, I would say. So if that oh, guy is asking, it. why are uh-huh. you so thirsty for the D, you know, Maybe he needs to let us know what's going on. Uh, the other show I was talking about was, uh, which is funny, also uh, brushes up on this topic. It's called The Big Fish. Mm-hmm. So that is a new show that will actually be opening here in the spring on Broadway. Which and people we know are in it? Yeah, a few folks. Uh, Tally Sessions, Crystal Brown, who was in Hair. Tally was just in Giant. At the public mm-hmm. And uh, Crystal Brown she I know her from Hair and also Leap of Faith And then there's a, a few other people That it's a big announcement There's also something that uh, Paul D. Colasio, um And if he ever hears this He knows I probably mispronounce his name He's doing a play At the MTC I believe that's what it is The Manhattan Theater mm-hmm. Company uh, Called Really Really and that has Manhattan the Theater Hull. Club. Yes. Right. Manhattan Theater Club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, he, and he's got a guy in there named David Hull who is an absolute gem to see him perform. I saw him uh, and worked with him and had to succeed in business without really trying. And um, that that should be really interesting because Paul, Paul Colasio, Paul D. Colasio, I saw him in a little play probably about three years ago called Veritas. Um, that another person wrote, and it's a true story about the gay Harvard witch hunt, and he was amazing. Mm-hmm. So now I didn't know he was a writer, so now he's got a show now at the Manhattan Theater Company, so that will probably be incredible as well. So Awesome. Well, so big people doing big up. things. Yep. Yep. Now, uh, Tamika, I um, can think of no better way of ending the show than by saying, if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz. Hit the brakes, Florence. What? Matthew, what do you do to that? What do you do to that Barbie doll? I bent her backwards. I burned her nipples, and I chopped off her hair and left her in her drawers. And then I guess that even as a small child, I went and found some paper towels. <laughs> paper towels, GTB. Good night, everybody. Good night, Tamika. Bye. Bye. We'll catch you next week.